All right. So here we go. This is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. Brady Chisholm. I'm Brandon. All right, man. So we got Brady in the house today. Uh, we'll be hitting him up for all the info he's got. But first, let's do the gym updates. Um, Brady, what do you got? How's it been going? Uh, this week, nothing. I haven't really done anything this week. I went in and did a bench press, sem- semi-annual bench press session. Semi-annual? Yeah, so that was good. Uh, not really. I mean, I've hit it. But it, I just go a few weeks, a couple months without it. But wow. yeah, uh, after you're done with the comp, I mean, you, I'm sure you know this too. Like you stick to a strict schedule, and then once it's done, you kind of just are lost. You're like a lost little puppy, no guidance or direction. But at the same time, it's cool because you can do whatever the fuck you want. So right. got that done. That's it for today uh, or this week, you know. But had a lot going into it. But as far as the gym update, I'm just chilling right now yeah yeah Yeah. it is good to get some rest too man after a big competition like that yeah especially if uh you put everything you had into it the big lead up like the comp is nothing compared to the work that goes in oh yeah at least at this one literally the comp is just kind of the stamp at the end like the approval rating on how much work you put in you either win or you don't based on what you did before it yeah it's pretty fantastic we'll get into the comp here in a minute but do anything exercisey or just your son calling you fat. Nope. <laughs> Call me fat, man. That's lucky it. charms. Yeah. I like my lucky charms. Lucky don't charms are bomb. Me. Don't judge me. I don't judge nothing. <laughs> lucky charms are the best. Did you have you ever had the just marshmallow one? Oh man. That shit exists. Yeah, I'm sure. Life is good. I don't, Sounds I like don't, it's your style. I don't, <laughs> I, need to, I don't think I need to know. <laughs> I love lucky charms except for the uh, the burps you get after. I don't know if you guys get that or not. Yeah. It's like a weird fucking sugar burp. Yeah, I don't know. It stinks though. What's hilarious too, because I introduced my two-year-old daughter to Lucky Charms, Uh-oh. and and she just just like you said, she she'll eat all the marshmallows and leave all the little the healthy part of the cereal or the healthier part of the cereal, <laughs> I guess. And uh, but she'll she'll tell me, I ate all my Lucky Charms, and she's not lying because she did. Right. <laughs> she, she picked all the marshmallows out. She Cut wants more. Zone. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta eat the whole thing. Yeah, you'll but, be yeah. lucky if you don't eat the other part. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's us telling them too. Is the the best part about being an adult is I can eat ice cream at nine a.m. The worst part about being an adult is I can eat ice cream at nine a.m. So, I I choose what I get to do. My wife also perfected her chocolate chip cookie recipe. Recipe. Oh. I thought I made the best chocolate chip cookies ever. She's outdone me, and it's not helping my weight gain. <laughs> I've eaten thirty cookies a day, and she just keeps making them. Because she's stoked that they're so fucking delicious, but at the same time, I'm like, you need to stop it. I'm sure it's helping your weight gain. Right. This I don't is know if it's helping your purpose uh, weight gain. Yeah, I don't know if it's helping your diet, but it's <laughs> helping your weight gain. <laughs> right. So I I was planning to get to 230. Right. So I got all the way down to like 255 ish, and then all this sleep apnea bullshit, and then so in the past four months, I've gained 40 pounds. I'm just straight fat. There's right. no way it's muscle. Because I can barely work out at the gym. We are talking about that, too. and like falling asleep while I'm benching. But. So you think the stress from like the uh, lack thereof sleep or whatever oh, yeah. it is? Well, I'm getting no you recovery. You, yeah, you think you, you think you gain weight from that? Well, well, the problem is is that I know that before, if I'm too awake and I want to go to sleep, I will just eat as much as I can and just be like food drunk. Yeah. And I'll pass the fuck out easy. Right? So that's kind of what I do. The problem is, it doesn't fucking matter. You're chasing that sleep, but... Yeah, so I'm I'm so desperate right now. I even told this lady, the way I got my my loner sleep apnea machine is I threatened the doctors. 
As I was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm like crying every night because I can't sleep. Like, I'm crashing my fucking cars because I'm, I can't drive anywhere by myself. Mm-hmm. And like, and I was like, so it's just, I feel like it's in everyone's best interest is so that I don't hurt myself or, or other people, including you, that I get a machine as quickly as possible. <laughs> well, yeah, Got a phone call right after that. We have one left. Yeah. I was like, oh, I bet you do. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't worry, do I'll that. be there in an hour, whether you had that machine or not. <laughs> like, I'm pissed. Yeah. And that can be neglect, too. You know what I mean? If you're, like, coming at them day after day or week after week or something, saying, like, hey, I can't fucking sleep, doing this, that, you scratch your rims or something by chance, and then they're just like, no, no big deal, not going to get you a machine. No, they were, they were very neglect. concerned. So yeah. this doctor's been doing this for like 20 years, and he says I have the worst case he's ever seen. And so it's, it's, it's really fucking bad, and they're doing the best they can, but they had a a recall on the number one machine they were using. I guess something was wrong with it. So they recalled them all. Millions of machines. So everybody else who produces the machines got hit with trying to reproduce for not only the the incoming need for it, but all the ones that lost it. So I got put on the wait list for as quickly as possible, which would be mid-December. But I'm calling them like, this is day four of not sleeping. I'm seeing things that aren't there. I'm going insane. I'm hearing voices. Like, yeah. I just smashed my head in the wall because I'm trying to, like, hopefully knock myself to sleep. Like, I don't know what to do anymore, you know? Like, someone's going to die. It's going to be you first. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm not dealing with this bullshit You're standing alone. in front of me. If so I go to hell, you're yeah. coming with me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it's it's a weird fucking... I taught myself um, Creep. You know the song Creep? I, I, I can play that on the piano now. Just because of... The fuck else am I supposed to do? I'm writing a book. I got a bunch more chapters done. <laughs> that shit. So like, maybe yeah, it's good for you. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's been terrible way, for everyone else. Yeah. I'm a dickhead all fucking day, dude. Like, anyways. But yeah, and I'm also gaining a shit ton of weight because I keep eating and eating and eating. Because I don't, I can't even remember like what time it is or what day it is or nothing. My, I'm in like this vlog. So I got a couple hours of sleep last night. But of course, like I said, I'm cha- I'm ripping this thing off me because I don't know what the fuck's on my face mid-sleep, and so uh, it's hard to go back to sleep after that. <laughs> you know, like right. you know, I I feel like I was just attacked by an alien, and then all of a sudden, like just, just go back to sleep, put it back on. I'm like I'm putting that fucking thing back on. <laughs> you know, that's something I don't ever really think about is getting used to the machine itself. Right. You know what I mean? Like people talk about like the noise and having it in your bedroom and just kind of like the space that it takes and the noise and such and your sleep feels different nobody ever talks about actually having it sucked up on your face though right that's kind of a trip to get used to i bet well it's insane you know and then it's just i don't know man it's fucking crazy you got to strap this whole thing to your face and i can hear me going into a panic attack well, can because you, this thing's on my oh, face man, so like that's odd yeah. if i blow too hard it suctions onto my face so it doesn't come off Right? Because it blows in and then sucks slightly so I can breathe out. Yeah. So it's trying to match my thing. But when I'm going, <laughs> like, so it just starts, it, like, flipping and out. And then it starts having a panic attack right. and competing with you. And now we're fighting. Crazy, dude. And it's yeah. on my face and it's attacking me. And it's sucked to your yeah, face. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. fuck <laughs> And it's strapped all the way around because I could literally move all around and it won't come off. Well, can, but, you, can you turn and stuff, like, comfortably? Because, yeah. like... I'm an active sleeper, right? So I'm on I'm on one side, then I'm I'm flipped over and I'm on the other side, mm-hmm. and I'm it's like well, so without days and days of sleep, uh, I was fucking out. 
like I was laying on my back. They're like, try to lay on your back a little, a little high. So I basically laid my pillows like I was on a recliner, and I went to sleep like that. Boom, I'm fucking out. But as soon as I blew too hard or whatever, and I, I like wake up because all night for the past like four days, I wake up because my brain is telling me you're choking, you're you're dying, get up. And so I'm not just like going, oh, like waking up. I am on my feet, like panicking. Because yeah. I think I'm dying, you know? Like, And then try to go back to sleep after that shit, you know? Like, yeah. My adrenaline's going. Like, I'm fucking pumped. I don't you're know You're fucking do. up. Doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah, right. you're amped. And then I'm just mad. Because I'm like, just let me sleep. Weird weird question, but like when you, uh, when you get into that state where you're like um, kind of feeling yourself suffocate. Yeah. Feeling yourself like slip away. In your dreams, do your dreams change? I can't dream right now. Can't dream. Right. So when it wasn't terrible, my dreams were getting weird, right? They were they were like very vivid and very dark. They were getting really dark because yeah. I kept choking, like thinking I'm dying. Yeah. So I kept like, I was fighting. No, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, so the earlier stages, yes, I was fighting someone constantly and it kept feeling like someone's grabbing me on my throat Yeah. and they're just squeezing and then so I'd wake up, right? I kicked her in the fucking thigh. Like, hard, bro. Like, I kick hard already, and I'm laying there, and I'm, like, trying to get somebody off me. I'm like, wham! And I just kicked her. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, ah! I'm sorry, dude. Like, he needed it. He is choking me. Like, yeah. you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, fuck. No, but in your dream, you're, like, getting choked out or fighting someone or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Because that's happened to me a few times. It's not, like, recurring, but it's happened, like, probably four or five times in my life. Yeah. And my girlfriends woke me up like, oh, you were having a bad dream. Like, you were scared. You were, like, whining, making these noises. I'm like, no, I was fucking choking out. Right. I think I think you just saved my life. Right. I think I was going to die. Yes. Yeah, and in those dreams, yeah, in those dreams, I was getting, like, um, like in my dream. It was weird. I, I was being, like, blanket wrapped around my head or some shit. And, yeah. Yeah. Mine's always, uh, they come at me right in my front of my face. And the thing is, I'm, like, trying to punch them, and it's a... Yeah. You can't do anything. It's like you're punching through jello. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, you're, you're punching through jello and then they just kind of like slip it easily. Or, or you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you're just so mad and you're choking and you're right. like, I will kill you. Yeah. You wake up and your wife's next to you and you're just beating the shit out of her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're not the same. Yeah, you think you're doing the soft punches, but. Right. Yeah. Just, she's you know, on the bed. wailing. On the yeah, in real life, you're just wailing on her. No, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did kick her once and then uh, I pushed her. I shoved her, like, but it was right in her ribs. Oh. I felt bad, but like, I, I was just like, because I, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And yeah, but after that, I can't get REM sleep. That's why it's just my body just takes it whenever right. I'm not moving. So, anyways, gym sucked for me. That's my gym update. Nice. I'm, just, I'm getting nowhere. I can't. I'm in there, and I'm just like, you know what, upper body today. Like, I'm not even splitting my shit up anymore because I just, I can't focus and I can't push my body. So like I can't even squat like five hundred pounds right now, just because my mind isn't there, you know. And that should be warm up weight for me, you know what I mean? At least, yeah. at least not maybe not warm up, but like my set of ten. So. Might be cool to sit back and look at that though, like what you just said. Like I can't even squat five hundred pounds right now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. Like, I, I guess like, it's relative on who's your who you're yeah. talking to, but. But yeah, I mean, my, my squat's like 727. So like, yeah. I, me not being able to squat five is, is ridiculous for me. You know, I, I should be able to squat that for 10. Right. Easy. I mean, I hit, 
at that last competition, I hit fucking 585 for like... However much it was, yeah. Nine or ten. Like, this dude got like three. And I just kept going. Yeah, dude, I'm like, was, fuck it. That was cool. Yeah, I felt like a man. Yeah. That's the only thing that won me, too. And the the one going one second over on the Hercules hold. Yeah. He's like, you got 23 seconds, you got 24. And so he's like, 20 seconds. I'm like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> and I just dropped it. I was like, oh, I can't. How many people were in your class? I forget. Uh, Two. Two? You and one other or yourself yeah, and, and two others? Okay. Yeah, me and Nick. The only, the only reason is... Nick's That's why it didn't count. I remember him being kind of a strong guy, was he? He was. He was, he was yeah. strong. So, like, the the sled pull, he fucking obliterated me at that. Yeah. I lost momentum, and I let the fucking rope get too slick. And so, instead of being able to pull with my legs, I had to, like, catch back up a couple times. I was pulling too hard, but... So, I'm going to say on that, you probably would have won if there was more weight then. So, if you... I looked back at my videos, because I was kind of... I really, really analyzed that super hard because that was the first time i would ever done something like that and yeah. so the slack on the rope right so it was kind of a light sled pull for yeah. a lot of i'm sure you've done way more in training oh, yeah. i've done like way more in training on my weight uh middleweight novice so it was like fucking nothing on there right, right. so, and yeah, so i slide. i pulled it yeah and you watch and you i that sled and slid like 15 fucking feet right right and then so i'm spending all that time trying to take the slack out the rope and joey's back there thinking i'm just gonna be like you know tugging along but yeah i think if it was heavier you probably would if it was that. heavier i could have full body pulled it yeah. the whole time because yeah that slack i look at the uh i look at the people the two guys that beat me or the one guy that beat me in that event and they they weren't pulling it nearly as hard as i was right yeah well you know what sucked for me you're in front of all my my lifts, um, the overhead lifts, and I had to explain to people, look, he's middleweight and novice, all right? Because you're, like, banging that fucking circus dumbbell out of, out of the water. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. And I'm back there, like, struggling <laughs> to get it on my fucking shoulder, and then I get it up, and, and it's I miss, funny, and because like, the oh. circus dumbbell that I was using is, like, it was, like, bigger than yours, too, in yeah. stature, so it, it wasn't heavier, not even close. I no. mean, yours was, like... 70 pounds heavier, I don't fucking know, but... Like, yeah, but uh, it looked like we were going against each other. It did. And he's and got, yeah. like, he's getting, like, <laughs> eight or nine reps, and I can't even get one. <laughs> I'm, like, but, fucking flying with yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just, it was so much heavier. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. I almost got one, but... that I hate the circus dumbbell. If you... I The thing that scared me the most is, two days before that, I fucking conked my head with it. Oh, yeah. Because I just didn't catch it right, and I was too much to the side, mm -hmm. so it just came down, and boom! I had a huge fucking lump. And Ouch. if it was the edge at all, it just would have split me. Yeah, it's easy. Like 180 yeah. pounds or some shit, uh -huh. or, or whatever the fuck it was, it was stupid. Yeah, Joey wears a headband when he does that. I can't. Uh, I don't do that. I don't wear headphones, um, hat, headband. I don't. I don't like anything around me when I'm training. Yeah, it just feels like uh, too much. Not like claustrophobic, but like I feel like it's in my way somehow. Right. You know what I mean? I like it as as raw as possible. Um, now that I'm getting older, I'm starting to not give a shit. Like, I mean, I got this right here, and the first thing I thought of was just, like, stones. You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But what I did end up getting is uh, I have uh, archery, archery wristbands, and they're leather. And so I replaced the string because it was just, like, some shitty pull string, right? Mm -hmm. And I put some, like, shoelace in there. So I can tighten it really well, and then I duct tape here, and then here. It protects me here, and... It's a cheating advantage. I don't know if you know this or not, but in the ones that don't allow you to use tacky, they'll still allow you to use your old yeah 
They're they, old they provide, yeah. So. But they have tacky arms. Well, I got, I got some chaps that I can give you, too. Chaps? Like assless chaps? Yeah, I got some of those, and I got some stone sleeve chaps, so you can borrow both if you'd like. What do you need chaps for? The, uh, it's for? A, you know what? It's kind of like what you're talking about. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> like leather... Uh, <laughs> I got disco balls. <laughs> I got some, it's yeah. party. <laughs> Um, Making me feel what, it, what is what for the assless chaps or the stone chaps? Which one? The are stone chaps. Oh, okay. So the stone chaps, so obviously, you know, I know that. Yeah. Those are the leather ones. What are they, Brian Shaw's or what? No, they're similar though. Same same idea. I got them from um, fucking Nowheresville in Europe. Oh, so okay. yeah, they took like a couple weeks to get to me. But what? You can why do, do you like, get chaps for? Shit, but, so they're like uh, leather stone sleeves, right? And then you buckle in, right? You've seen them. Yeah. Like some people do tape, some people do bandages, or like what you're talking about, the archery shit on your forearms. But these are just like, uh, they're just, and they're new, so they might be slick at first. But you can put tacky on them. Right. Right? And yeah, you just buckle them in. And so it's adjustable in three different spots. I'll let you borrow them. Cool. See if you like them. Yeah. I'm not going to use them. You're not going to use them? No, I'm not going to well, use so them. Well, so you know the only thing that changed my mind on that? is I used to go raw because I love having my fucking skin tore off. Like, it really helps me get going, especially if there's more than one stone. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. But uh, my, my buddy was like, Bob Moyer, I don't know if you know him, and we're not close friends. I say buddy, but if he's hearing this, he'd correct me. Right. He's a dickhead. Um, but, but anyway, we've worked out a lot together in the same environment, all that other shit. But uh, I was like, how come you don't just do it raw? He's all hepatitis. And I'm like, oh... That's a good reason. That's a very good reason. Yeah. He's like, how many people just tear their shit, bleed all over that fucking thing? He's like, and literally the dude right before me just no did fucking it shit, armless huh? and shirtless. So that dude's bleeding fucking everywhere, all over that stone, and yeah. it's getting stuck to it by tacky. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So you're right, man. When it was, uh, so in the summertime, I'd work out with my shirt off in hardcore because it's like 150 fucking degrees in there. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, it's yeah. that hot sometimes, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. And uh, so I was doing the sandbag over bar, some training for that, and uh, I didn't have my shirt on, and Buddy watched a video, and he was like, yeah, you're like the fifth guy I've seen do that this week with the uh, sandbags, with Shirtless. your shirt off, just yeah. sweaty as fuck on those. And I was like, nobody cleans those or anything, you know, that is kind of weird. And they, they tear you up a little bit right. on the bags. Um. Yeah, dude, I didn't even think about that, though. Because, yeah, you're getting fucking torn up on those. So, so honestly, like like I said, I love the pain. It pushes me further. But hepatitis, like, that's all he had to say. And I was like, oh, my God, that's nasty. Yeah. Like, I you don't even need to explain after <laughs> like, that. How do you, it's like, like, how damn. do you, you want to explain to the to the doctor how you got hepatitis? I'm picking up a big-ass fucking rock. That's what I'm doing. Right. Like, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, you know the, uh, so for the Conan's carry, the I did front holds on the yoke, and it's got that bandage on it. It's all fucking nasty and worn down and stuff. And uh, I actually still have little scars. They started out as like a rash and then turned into like a weird scab. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Hey, it could be, uh, could be some hep though, now that you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, an infection. Yeah. I mean, bacteria alone would I think so. Things, yeah. I think it was, yeah. So yeah, I mean, took, there's blood, um, sweat, yeah. fucking God knows what yeah. all over your arms. And usually stones are last. So not only that, but it's like accumulated off of all the other shit. Everything else that you've been Plus, working. I mean, I do um, feats of strength. You know where that's done? In a fucking arena. Where they like do bullshit. Like bulls and horse racing and all that yeah, other shit. Yeah. So there's definitely shit in the ground. There's fecal. 
somewhere. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that's all over you. And, and I was like, yeah, that's all he had to say was hepatitis. And I was like, yeah, all right. All right. I'm that's covering awesome. myself from now on. Yeah. Because I was going to start going shirtless, too. Because I was like, fuck yeah, like, I'm going to leave the hair and just let it fucking tear out. But, nah. Yeah, because you see that in the pro shows, but a lot of the times they make that equipment just for that show. Right, and not so to mention, I mean, like there's like new and, 10 dudes there. Yeah. Versus how many fucking dudes touch the stuff we're doing. And they all probably already have hepatitis, so they're not even worried about it, you think? <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> that might know. be, that might they be all it. They started out in the same yeah. spot, right? I mean, they were yeah, all working, exactly. they were all working the, the grungy hep stones yeah. before they got, exactly. they got to the show. Yeah, they worked, they worked <laughs> up to that point, yeah. And then somebody let them know about the hepatitis, so, yeah. No, that's fucking nasty, but, yeah. <laughs> So that's why I use them. I would suggest using them, but it's up to you. Um, and you said something about, are you saying just arm chaps, or are you saying leg chaps as well? Uh, I, I don't have assless chaps. Okay. You, you said that. You uh, said chaps, I, I yeah. just go assless, that's all I can think of. Okay, yeah. You were talking about for your arms. Okay. okay. Yeah, I do. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the chaps. Sorry if I'm letting you down. I, I, own, a pair, I own a pair of chaps. Of assless for, chaps? For real, though. Like leather chaps, dude. Straight up. That's hot. Mean, yeah. I think they're all assless for the most <laughs> part. Yeah, other than that, it would just be had, like... If they, they had the ass, they'd just be pants. They'd just be like leather <laughs> jeans. Yeah, pants. exactly. All right, yeah. all right. Fair enough. I'll take it. <clears throat> all right, so... Uh, okay, so that was the gym update. I think. <laughs> Something. All right, Brady. Let's hit the good shit. Who are you? Where'd you grow up? Like, family life, all that other shit. This is just you explaining you, who you are, and what you're about for, like, the next 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so, uh, my name's Brady Chisholm. I'm from Vancouver, Washington. Always have been. Haven't really left this town much at all. Uh, A little bit on the West Coast, just for uh, traveling, seeing some family up and down here. Uh, But, yeah, I've really been here my whole life. Went to school around here. Um, What school did you go to? Uh, for high school, I went to Skyview High School. Oh, gross. I know, yeah. yeah. It was right in the peak of it being gross, too. Really? Yeah. I'm the class of, uh, 2014. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I actually did, uh... How much uh, does that hurt your feelings? That, I feel, I, I feel like I don't belong, man. Yeah. I think I'm the old I'm, guy in the room. I'm old, too, but, like, I, my class was 2008, but... I, as soon as you said 2014, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, that's gotta hurt random. <laughs> yeah, well, I got, uh, I got co-workers now that are, um, they're, they're adults, and, uh, some of them are really bright, and, um, but they act pretty fucking weird sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, hey, when were you born? 2003. Oh, gross. Yeah. So we employ people 18 and older, and so now we're getting 2003 coming in. That's uh, fucked up. When were you born? 96. I'll take it. So, not that far behind, but doesn't it sound like a hell yeah. of a lot different? It really does. Yeah. yeah. I was born in 90. So, so I feel like as long as you're in the decade with somebody, you're okay. Yeah, I'm right there. You know? Yeah. When someone starts saying 2000s, I'm hey, like, whoa. Oh, kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of suspicious now. We cannot now. be friends yet. <laughs> Keep yeah. getting older. Yeah, anyway, I'm from here. Um, Skyview, I actually, I actually dropped out of high school. Um Started working when I was 17, got my um, high school equivalency or whatever. Uh, probably wish I would have done that sooner Yeah. from where I'm at. Um, yeah, school's just different nowadays. It's almost, I don't want to say I encourage people to get out of it, but if you don't feel like you're, uh, if you feel like you could progress away from it and you're doing a lot of research and learning on your own and school doesn't have anything that uh, really revolves around that, uh, yeah, get out. Right. But make sure you have a, if, it, if it's going to be a fail, make sure it's a controlled fail, for sure. So, I did that. I didn't fail, though. Um, high school equivalency, started working. Um, 
when I was 17 or 16. No, I was 17. What are you doing? Uh, 17 or now? 17 and now. Uh, so when I was 17, I was pushing carts, and then I had uh, one other job. I actually worked at a uh, Planet Fitness and. I forget what year it was, but I was like, I just turned 18, right? And so these guys, uh, I walked in there for, because um, I needed a job, right? Of course. I just left this uh, sweet gig of pushing carts. And uh, I needed a job, and uh, it was kind of a not formal interview. I don't even think I had a resume, and I didn't fill out an application. It was just this uh, big old gay Planet Fitness dude, and he was asking me these questions, and uh, hired me <laughs> that day. And... Uh, this young, fresh, 18-year-old Brady, myself, he hands me the keys and he says, all right, we need you to work the graveyard shift, so from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., right? And I'm the only motherfucker in that building, and this is the one off of a... Uh... And he just met you, he just handed you keys to the building. Yep. That's hot. I don't even think he knew my last name. Didn't even, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know if he knew my first name, to be honest. It was like really quick. <laughs> he wasn't even a hiring person. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know if he worked there, to be honest. Yeah. He probably just didn't want to work the shift. Yeah, so he's, like, he's the old graveyard guy. He's like, Here you go, man. I'll stay on the payroll, though. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so I started working there. I only worked there for like a couple months. Um, it was really odd. Didn't like it. It was graveyard. But yeah, that was a trip, dude. So I was 18 years old. This guy doesn't know me. He shouldn't trust me at all. Um, like, really shouldn't have. So I, I took that time, and I I wasn't really uh, doing a lot of work when I was there, necessarily. I was selling a lot of drugs at the time, and so I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. So I was uh, kind of using that as, like, my uh, home base. You know what I mean? And then I'd work sometimes, every now and then. There you go. Yeah. But it was pretty cool when you're uh, 18 and don't really give a fuck and you can eat ice cream at 9 a.m. and sell drugs <laughs> by night. I mean, it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, you say drugs. Uh, what are you selling? So, for me, if we, well, if, it, it was a lot of, about. yeah, I've, I've all say that I sold a lot of, uh, I sold a lot of weed. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I was the guy in high school. Okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna go there and be honest, yeah. So I'd uh, I I was I was the guy for most and a lot of people. That was like my primary source of income. Sometimes sometimes I think it was the most money, and I make a good living now. Sometimes I think it was the most money I've made. Like oh yeah, drugs pay well. Yeah, and That's you look not, at it on a nightly basis. Up, you know? taxes yeah, on that <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, so it's just yeah, it's easy to see it pile up. Yeah, and you look at it on like a daily basis rather than like a bi-weekly or whatever so but yeah that's that's what i will say honestly those some, doing, yeah. some incredible businessmen sold weed like i know a few guys <laughs> that have started some some pretty good businesses and they 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 Thank used you. to sell weed you know thank you brandon i appreciate they, it yeah <laughs> are you yeah, one of but them that's that guy yeah <laughs> that's what my felony was good for. business smarts mm -hmm. man yeah, no dude. uh but back then we couldn't distribute yeah back then we couldn't do it though right that's what that's right. why i got arrested for it yeah well I had a couple hundred pounds probably doesn't help so <laughs> that doesn't help no not to mention yeah so with mine I, I talked about it, I think last week I don't know if you were here for that but I, I, I laid the whole thing down it was uh, I got caught with like 100 and something pounds oh I had like 16 pieces of paraphernalia because she wouldn't let me keep anything in the house scales bags I'm talking I had a fish scale for the fucking because we had we had kilos in the back right some good keys fucking saran wrapped and uh, it was in my jimmy my little 1999 Jimmy driving around. I'm Suspensions on bottom down, just drag. <laughs> Not, it's, it wasn't bad, actually, but I had it... Um, was it white? It was black. 
Oh, okay. It was all black. I had a system in it, though. I had, like, two 12s, two 10s. Oh, I already know three you Three 8s, yeah. four 6s. <laughs> the whole back of it was caged up and just... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, dude. I was three blunts in, headed to Seattle. Got pulled over from them too slow on the five. Yeah. I saw the cop. I pulled in the middle lane and was like, it's 60 here, right? Let's just go 60. Not to mention I was three blunts in and I don't roll the windows down. <laughs> Who are you going to roll the windows down on a blunt? You're going to waste that shit. Just keep breathing it in until it's gone. Hotbox the fuck out of it. But Yeah. Hey, I got this uh, I got this story when I was, um, I was 14 or 15. I think I was 15. Yeah, because my buddy just got his driver's license and, uh, so we're in this 88 Jeep Cherokee. It's uh, white and totally haggard and everything. And uh, no tinted windows, four door. It's a total fishbowl, right? And so we got the dome light on, but we don't have our headlights on. And so, yeah, we pick up our last buddy, and we're going to watch, um, not Paul Blart, but it's the other one with uh, Kevin James. Um, Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Yeah, so we're going to do that, right? And we've got this, uh, it's like this two-foot bong that we're hitting the whole time there, right? And we got the dome light on and no fucking headlights. And so we go from Salmon Creek and we get on the highway and, yeah, we're driving just retarded. Well, my buddy's driving retarded. Um... And we're hitting this thing the whole way there, and so we get off on the Highway 99 exit, right? And I, and then it gets passed back to me for like the fifth or sixth time or whatever, right? And I look to the left, and I look to the right, and I'm like, okay, because I at this point I want to do a safety check when we've been this fucking <laughs> stupid, right? And so I look to the left, look to the right, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And I take like the one of the biggest fucking bong rips that I've ever taken in my life, right? And then blow out all the smoke that's already. There's already smoke in there, too, but blow it all out, and then we start rolling about five feet after the light turns green, and lights go on behind us, right? Oh, God. I know. And there's five of us in the car? All minors. Four of us. There's four of us in the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're all minors. We're like yeah. fucking 15, 16 years old, <laughs> going to watch Here Comes the Boom, hitting this two-foot bong with our, with our headlights off and a dome light on. So we're, yeah, and then these lights come on, and... Um, Seriously, all four of us at the same time just did this teenage stoner, oh shit, <laughs> all at the same time, right? And uh, my buddy, and we just knew we were fucked. There's no fucking way out of it. And then my buddy, like, turns on his lights real quick, turns off the dome light. And I'm like, you can't play cool now, dude. And he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, can't, he can't fix this, man. And he rolls down the window, like, with the crank, right? It's not like a, he doesn't press a button, but he's cranking this window down, and this officer is standing right there after he taps on the deal with the flashlight, right? <laughs> it's just rolling, rolling out of the Jeep. And it's just blasting this officer in the face, right? And um, I, I told my buddy to be cool because he's kind of hot-headed and dumb, right? And so he says, uh, what's the problem, officer? And I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck. And I knew right there. It was just, I was like, it's going downhill from here. This is awesome. so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I at least had the decency when I pulled over on the side to roll my windows down and roll a couple, like 40, 50 feet. Let that shit just pile up. Not like he yeah. couldn't see it coming out, but it's not oh, his mouth. Dude, dude just, yeah, I don't know. Just that was just, hands out the window. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so much better, you know. But he he actually asked like what the problem was. Oh, as this officer's just getting blasted in awesome. the face. He's like, nothing. This smells delicious. Yeah. I got I got pulled over. I was passed no problem out in the car. You were what? I was passed out in the trunk of a car. We got in the over. trunk of a car. Yeah, we were. Oh we'd been God. drinking though, and we so. <laughs> well, yeah. I grew. Up, I, grew up, <laughs> I hope so. I grew up in Spokane, and we for some reason decided it was going to be a good idea to drive to the Oregon coast. 
and uh, we were gonna we were gonna pull this all nighter. We were, you know, nineteen. I think I was nineteen, and uh, we'd had a party the night before, Friday night. So we had some booze just hanging out in the, in the freezer or whatever and and uh, so saturday we get up and we're like yeah let's go on this road trip so we grab this we had a half gallon of vodka and a fifth of jim beam and hop in the car and take off and fuck dude i drank that most that fifth of jim beam on the way down and i was being stupid in you know, the trunk or is this pretty well, so, pre so <laughs> the the back seats fold down right you can oh, okay. access the okay. trunk right, right. so we got like we're that's just, actually we're pretty just, sick then yeah, yeah yeah so we're just like we're just hanging out drinking in the cars we're driving and we're on this long ass road trip well i'm fucking hammered right and i'm just being a dick and i climb in the back and we're on we're on i-5 like out just outside of portland and i pop the my buddy, <laughs> my, my buddy pops the trunk right he's like right. oh you're you know he's fucking with me we're all we're all drunk so i start waving at people and i'm like help me help me <laughs> somebody called us in as a, called it in as a kidnapping because i walked i had to climb back there and close the trunk we're doing 70 miles an hour down the freeway <laughs> <laughs> we got pulled over it was a, that was a mess man that was back i don't know that was that was a little while ago they let us go they they uh uh, with the bottles, both bottles were empty by the time we got pulled over. Uh, and I'm like, I passed out. I did all this. I did all this shit. I never really made it back out of the trunk, right? I just like passed out inside the trunk of the car. Yeah. Well, they pulled us over and they couldn't wake me up, so they just shut the car seat up, you know. So I'm like literally in the trunk of the car, and the cops come up and they pop the. They asked to pop the trunk, and there I am with these two empty bottles. Oh, of alcohol. No. <laughs> oh, no. That didn't help. They thought they were helping, right, by pushing the seat up. But yeah. no, now you're actually in no, the I'm trunk. Actually now. In the trunk. Yeah. At least it looks like you're the only drunk well, one. Well, the, the fuck, I can never talk shit on an Oregon Stater, man. They they let us go. They they handed so they told us they took the two empty bottles, and they walked up. None of us were 21, and uh, and they oh, gave man. us. They gave us back our empty bottles. They're like, we were so far from freaking home. I don't think they wanted to do the paperwork, to be honest with you. Yeah. But they, they let us go, man. And I, yeah, I, I don't, for the life of me, know. It was the day before Mother's Day, you know. Jesus. I mean, I was I was like, I'm going to have to call my mom from jail in fucking Oregon. Oh, my, my poor mom. Fuck, <laughs> dude, yeah. I got pulled over on my mom's birthday. Oh. I, I spent my mom's birthday in jail. Yeah. She was pissed. You do stupid shit when we're doing me. That's, that's, that's the best of rolling down the window, the smoke's just hitting the car. I can just see that shit yeah. going down. You know, I never I never got to experience anything like that. But. So my cop, to, to hit a little, the my favorite part of my story is I have this system going, right? And I pull over. I, of course, I let it roll. Let all the fucking smoke out. Good, yeah. And we're on the highway. That's so I'm like looking on. out my window, like waiting for this fucking cop. And I hear nothing. Then I hear clack, clack, clack. And I look over, he's on the other side. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, like stoned as shit. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, bro. How'd you get over there? And, like, I didn't think about it. And he's all like, and I'm like, the window's down, man. And, like, and he just keeps doing this. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm yelling. And I'm like, why am I yelling? The window's down. Oh, fuck. And, like, I didn't turn the radio down at all. So it's still just... <laughs> and so I turned the radio down. I knew I was fucked. And he's like... Because I would roll blunts and throw the stems in the passenger side floor. Oh. Right? Because I, I would figure, oh, if I get pulled over, a cop's going to be on this side. But no, it's a highway, so he's on the other side. He's all, those don't look like grass clippings. I'm like, no. No. They're not. No. And plus, come on, dude. Three blunts into my own brain. 
just three blocks to my own fucking dome. Yeah. I made, I barely made it to Cowlitz <laughs> County. So I'm 45, in 45 minutes, I've smoked three very good blunts. And I roll some fatties. I'm not putting two grams in that motherfucker. It's three or more. It was delicious. I'm, I'm, I was like driving, rolling blunts. The sound system still on and everything. <laughs> the window's down, dude. <laughs> as soon as I turned the radio down, I was like, I am so fucked. And the problem, my biggest thing is I had that, the blackjack. It was like Samsung's version of the Blackberry. They yeah. had me leave it in the car. And I guess they took it and they were answering it. Until the fucking until it died. Whoa, pieces of shit. Oh, well, people were calling you, man. They wanted their weed. They wanted to know where they were. Yeah, yeah, bro. What's, what's Not to deal? mention my dude in Seattle missing a couple hundred pounds. You know, like yeah, crazy. Oh, poor guy. But yeah, yeah, I lost a lot of friends over that too. Over them answering the phone, they thought I narked on everybody. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm in jail. They took my phone. What the fuck? Like usually they put it in a box. I'm like, but I left it in the car. So it's part of evidence. So they're going through shit. Anyways. Sneaky. What's up? Okay. So, so, where are we at? 17, 18 now? Planet Fitness? Yeah. uh, Planet Fitness didn't last long. Yeah. That that didn't uh, last long at Planet Fitness. Did you get selling drugs? Um, No, actually. Um, Good one. It was kind of weird, though. Like, I feel like I did, but I never got in trouble. So, uh... What do they call it? Like doxing or some shit when they like get on your phone or I don't know. Whatever. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with that. But yeah, they can like kind of tap in to see like what's going on. But uh every time I would um every time I'd have a deal or meet up with someone, whether it was at work or wherever I'm going, there was always uh and it was Clark County Sheriff every time. Right. Every time I'd go, yeah. they yeah. they'd always be there. Not every single time, but like Close to 50% of the time, and I'm like, something's up, you know what I mean? And so I kind of just got this weird feeling. And I had um, I'd started working at um, I'd started working at this restaurant where I was making a little bit more money, and it was actually like a not graveyard. We're pushing carts, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I was making some money. I decided not to, um, and I fell into... Uh, I actually got out of the... So a big reason that I was selling the uh, drugs and the weed is so I could do the drugs and the weed myself, you know what right. I mean? Because I was, like, smoking a lot, like, uh, most of the time, like, a half ounce a day, usually to myself, shared a little bit with others. So I got out of that whole drug thing um, when I was 18, um, but I've always got, like, some sort of vice. I've got, like, a super obsessive personality, you know what I mean? And right. so Yeah, I'm uh, right there with you. Yeah, yeah and so I... Uh, Turned to alcohol for one night and another and another in a week and so. And uh, that continued when I was 18 years old. So I stopped with the whole selling drug thing because I wasn't focused on the drugs. Right. It's too busy drinking all the time. And I'm young, but I had a, I had, I've got an older brother. And so like my older brother would either buy me booze or uh he had friends or like my parents even a lot of the time too like i was drinking at my parents house i'm 18 i didn't move out until like 20 or 19 or something so it was all the time and it was kind of fucked up because i couldn't go in and like uh and i never did like beer runs or anything never i never stole alcohol i thought that was dumb i was really afraid of getting in trouble because my brother was in and out of jail a lot that's how that kind of fucked him up like your best, your best years, your teenage years, and your young adult life years, you're fucking put away, you know. Yeah. So I was like really afraid of getting in trouble. Um, uh, 
what was I saying? So, yeah, oh, I couldn't go in and I couldn't see what was on the shelf, right? But everyone knows the name Smirnoff. Oh, so, right. <laughs> I just would have, uh, I just have whoever get me usually a half gallon of Smirnoff a night, and I'd share that between, uh, myself and then my girlfriend who is still my girlfriend i won't bring her into this too much at all but we would um yeah we'd kill pretty much that if not the whole thing enough to the point where we need one the next day yeah. uh we do that every night and that carried on for with the smirnoff about a year and then after that and then uh at that point i was uh and especially working at this restaurant too because i was drinking a shit ton while i was there because that's how they are a lot of the times at the restaurants. And it's this, uh, yeah, I was at this mom and pop's barbecue restaurant. So the cooking was a lot different than what you'd see at like a, I'd say like maybe like a regular pace restaurant, you know, because it's all, uh, it's all prepped over the day, over the course of the day, right? Yeah, so low and slow and a lot of drinking because you can get away with it, <laughs> you know. There's knives and shit, but like, you know, people aren't uh, people aren't waiting on you like that necessarily. And right. Yeah, it's not that kind of preparation, you know. Yeah, your, your biggest thing is tearing up some, some beef or whatever, some, some yeah. pork. And yeah. <clears throat> just putting it in the fucking whatever mm -hmm. you're putting it in. Yeah, that was cool. So like if you've seen like uh, how they do barbecue, it was uh, the owner's from Oklahoma. It's called Jazzy John's Barbecue. Um, so it's like how they do it. uh in Texas and Oklahoma, Kansas City, all that. Yeah. So they have it all prepared. I don't know if you've seen like uh, those shows, but they have like the big cut of meat, and then they just put it in a warmer all day, and then you cut as people go, and then once you're once you're out, then the restaurant's out for the night, and you close up or just start making some more for the next day. So it was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, did that. I was drinking a lot while I was uh, working there. Uh, there was a few times where I tried to quit. Uh, drinking at this point because I worked there for about three years so at this point I've been drinking for about three or four years right and uh, a lot while I was there and I actually quit my job there at a point to um, try and stop drinking and do some other stuff and I got uh, enrolled in automotive school at Clark College uh, and then things kind of uh, I was a waiting period to get into my program um, I quit in like November or some shit and then I wasn't going to be able to get in until March and so like my sobriety streak only lasted a few weeks right. and I kind of went back to the job because I'm like, hey, you know, let me back in. I'm uh, kind of wanting to drink some more and get some money while I'm doing it, you know, and right. so did that for a while and then left there and then that's when I became more of a functioning alcoholic as I went to... Uh, well, I was waiting to get into this automotive program, or I enrolled for it for the uh, next year, right? And so I started working at this uh, quick service automotive place of Alvaline, yeah. right? And then um, so that's when I became like kind of a functioning alcoholic, right? right? Still drinking just as much. I just was more organized with it, you know what I mean? So I was working there for, uh, I worked there for about three years, three and a half years almost. Uh, I worked my way up into management pretty quick, and it was kind of kind of like what you were saying when you were the, uh, I don't know what they call it, but it's like the, you manage like the you kitchen. sous chef? Yeah. 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 Sous chef, is that what you said? So yeah, when you, because those, those quick service places, they reminded me a lot of like the restaurant environment, right? And so, um. It's managing that for about two years, I think, and uh, it's like you said, you work all that, you get this salary that's like, okay, 
right? Yeah. But it's not it's not worth anything. Right. It's from not. working like uh, fifty to sixty hours a week, being yeah. stressed as fuck. Even when you leave, you're still working pretty much, you know. And yeah, mine was I'm dreaming about that ticket machine. That's. Just right. Like, I would just hear yeah. in my sleep. Yeah, when you're having the work nightmares, I mean, and how long can it go on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I did that for a while. Um, and there's there's no there's no training. You know, I haven't mentioned anything about training or being in the gym. I, right. I didn't see that for a long time, right? And so, I was, uh, and then, so I'm working at this, um, or I'm managing this Valvoline, right? And then it's January 3rd of 2021 so about 11 months ago right i had this co-worker that started going to hardcore barbell because his gym got closed down and he was showing me these videos and everything and i was like you know that's pretty fucking sick right yeah. and so um i stopped by hardcore barbell talked to craig he's a good dude i'm looking at it I'm like a little bit intimidated when I walked in. It's just like, you know how it is there. Loud music, everything. Like not a ton of machines at first when you walk in. It's all just like barbells and so much fucking weight, dude. Like the weight trees are just stacked. There's people lifting a shit ton of weight that you've probably never seen lift in your life. You know what I mean? Right. Even even not knowing kilos to to pounds, there's like five or six plates on there. You're already slightly concerned. Not to mention, that's double what you think it is. Yeah. It always is, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I walked in there, and there was a, and I was thinking about trying it out, and it was pretty expensive, right? But yeah. he, I just I just signed up right away anyway. And I was, uh, kind of the reason that I was interested in it, though, is because I, I tried to quit drinking a few times before, but it never lasts, you know. It lasts, like, anywhere from a couple hours to, like, maybe uh, a couple weeks sometimes you can get away with. But um, I had to think, I did dig deep like way back deep i was like what was i doing before i was into this whole drugs and alcohol thing right yeah and i was obsessed with the gym i was obsessed with the weight room at skyview high school and i went to this gym that was uh it's called brave legion or inferno and this is a owned by a pro ufc fighter rick story or him and his coach owned it or whatever so i just dug uh dug back to that and i was like what can i do to Get out of this hole, right? Yeah. Did you have like an epiphany, like when you realized you wanted to get sober? Uh, was was there was there a moment that you can point to, or was it just a collection of like, yeah, hey, I, I feel shitty, or you know, your girl left, or something like that? Like a lot of people have defining moments that, uh, that will pull them out of something. Yeah, I was in March of 2020, so it was um, it was a while before I actually quit drinking. I had my white light moment, and then I kept it going for months after that. I actually dug my del- myself even deeper after that white light moment so um i've got i've got my truck that i was driving i've also got a a mustang it's pretty wicked it's pretty fast it's pretty loud uh and so i would go street race while i was very drunk right yeah i was i was doing that and uh long story short at the end of uh one of those nights um I was obviously not, like, really proud of what I'd done, you know? There was a couple times where I'd probably taken uh, myself and other people off the road, right? And then my girlfriend's in the car as a passenger for this, too. And, I mean, like, when I would go down there, I'd make, like, probably 20 or 30 passes, right? And and it's a fucking fast car. You shouldn't be doing that. You should hardly be doing that while you're sober, yeah. right? And so um, after that happened, 
uh, later on that night, I actually, and the details are pretty fuzzy, but uh, I got into an altercation with this uh, group of five people, right? And they were uh, they were not good people. They were just a bunch of jackasses that were looking to pick on someone, you know what I mean? And so here's this guy that literally can't even fucking see. I'd say I can't see straight, but I literally can't even fucking see, right? Because I'm that fucking drunk. Can't even hardly talk, and um, these guys are uh, messing with me and my girlfriend, and I'm, I have no control over what I'm doing. I push one of these guys, right? And then I just get attacked by all five of them and get the fucking shit beat out of me. Like, the hardest I think anybody could ever possibly get the shit beat out of them and, you know, walk away from it. I didn't go to the hospital or anything. I ended up getting uh, checked afterward because uh, my um, disc and my jaw was broken, and I had uh, some bruising, and I had a fucking major, major concussion, right? But, yeah, I got the, I literally got the shit kicked out of me by five people for probably two minutes straight. I mean, like, on the ground. I had, I had, I had a buddy that was there. <laughs> on the ground, I was getting fucking stomped out, people punching me in the face, and I'm just lifeless, you know? And um, after that, that was my white light moment. Like, I can't do this anymore. But I just dug fucking deeper into the drinking, right? And then, so that's when I had to go back and say, uh, what was I doing before this? You know, things have gone too far. So I was obsessed with the weight room. And then I uh, went in a hardcore barbell, fucking liked it. Uh, four days after I started, uh, I was working out. I wasn't really training at first. But four days after that, um, I had my first sober day. Right, so that was January 7th, so it's been uh, almost 11 months, or it has 11 months in a day now. Oh. Yeah, so, good, yeah, I had that, and at first, so I would, I would go there, and um, I would cater to the weights, and I would cater to the gym, because that was kind of what I used as my higher power, right? And so, I'm using... Uh, I'm using these weights as my higher, higher power. I'm letting them occupy me, like, as much as I can. Like, I'm obsessing over them having power over me, right? And then a couple months goes by doing that and obsessing. I'm, if I'm not at the gym, I'm on my fucking iPad doing research about this. And I'm just kind of not organized about it, though. I'm just, like, general fitness stuff. Like, I'm watching, like, Athlean X and other fucking weirdos on YouTube, you know? And, um... I went in the morning, I was going, because I was still working at, a, I was still managing that Valvoline, so I couldn't go after work, because I worked all fucking day, so I'd be there about 4.30 or 5 in the morning, and uh, Joey was there about every morning, right, and I see what he's doing, and I'm like, Joey's a fucking animal, Joey Stamke, right, and so um, I talked to this dude one day, and he gives me some tips, and I was like, you know, you're, what you're doing is like really cool, like, what do you, what do you do, he's like, well, I'm a strongman competitor. And did powerlifting, this and that, and uh, so I was like, "Oh, it's strong man, that's sick." I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that. And I watched some videos, and then one day, I walked into the gym on a Sunday. It was a little bit later in the day, and then um, he had this gal from work that was there, and he was showing her the um, Battle of Champions events, right? So he had the tire out, and he was doing the sled pull, and he's doing all this, and he's like, "Hey, Brady, you know, you should, uh, you should do this. Let's see what this is about." And um, and I was like, "Okay, you know, I'll." I'll give it a shot. I'll see what it is. And I did the events, and he had some weight on. And I think some of it was maybe close to comp weight, and some wasn't. But I did everything, and I just, like, fucking blew it out of the water. And he was like, dude, that's pretty cool, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe I'll sign up for this. I ended up signing up for it. And then um, 
researching strongman so much dude and like really obsessing over that obsessing over strongman and um eventually from all that training i didn't even and now i don't not even not even close to the same thought process i don't think about it as my higher power at all anymore nothing like that it has no control over me it's like the other way around now like i have control over these weights right but you, you gotta know? be there to make sure they know you know like yeah. they know that you're their higher power yeah yeah exactly i'm <laughs> fucking taming these things up. now yeah, yeah. They, they know when daddy's home yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly they know when daddy's home <laughs> So, yeah, I, it kind of flipped the script, like, completely different thought process. I fucking own that place now. I mean, like, not really. Right, a lot of respect. Yeah, figuratively. Yeah, yeah like, I fucking... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Craig, I know I know you own that place, but figuratively, I own that fucking place. Right. No, I go in there, and I just fucking... Uh, I train so hard, and I've... Uh, and then, yeah, I did Battle of Champions, right? I did pretty good with that, and that's, that's when I really, like, it clicked with me. I was like... I don't want to just do this for funsies, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna really fucking do this, you know. And I, I've got this uh, desire, you know, and I obsessed. And I think uh, from this year, this past 11 months, like, uh, like my deadlift has gone up 300 pounds in 11 months. Bench press, I don't even fucking know, but I bench press a lot. Overhead press is more than doubled. Uh, squat is more than doubled, and like gone up like probably close to 300 pounds on my squat too. Which people say isn't possible. You ask people like what you can do no, in a year. That, so newbie gains are insane. Right. They always are. Yeah. And what people don't quite understand is you need to take advantage of that shit. Mm -hmm. Find out what your real strength is. Yeah. Because people think they're so intimidated that first year that yeah they make a lot of gains but they are not in that mentality of when you come to a gym like we we go to it's easy to get in that mentality because you're seeing people like yeah that guy's picking up seven hundred pounds and I look bigger than he does right how. What is he doing? What is he going? So yeah. 700 pounds doesn't sound so intimidating. Like, I'm talking like 500 pounds. Uh, like we were talking about earlier. You said, oh, well, that's that's cool that you can say some shit like that. But right, yeah. how many people at our gym can do that? Like, no fucking problem. Probably at least a good... They get third. Fear. You're going to walk in there, there's going to be someone that's doing it. Right. You know, right. So, and that's the thing. It makes it just seem so possible. You go to 24, I mean, I was bending their shit. Just, yeah. Just doing my fucking squats. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know you gotta recognize the new gains. Yeah, and people gotta people gotta really take advantage of that. Yeah, those they're no joke. And plus, you're a big dude. You know, you're gonna be strong already. I yeah. Mean, just just based on what you've done with life. You know, if you actually worked in life, you're gonna be strong. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. And um, what was I gonna say on this? Something you were talking about squatting five hundred pounds. Yeah. What's that? Uh, so what are your lifts at now? You're saying the double, tripled, all this other shit. I didn't hear any numbers. I would, I would like to hear some numbers here. Uh, so that's actually kind of the cool thing is uh, me and my coach were talking about hitting some sick gym PRs because I'm the fucking strongest I've ever been right now, yeah. right? And so with the Who's long press... Who's right now? Uh, his name's Taylor Gone. Okay. I don't know that. He hangs out with the... Do you know who Ben Pollock is? No. He, he trains at Hardcore uh, a couple days out of the week now. So he actually moved into town, which is cool. He didn't, um, he didn't live here when... I hired him as the coach, but he moved here. So that was fucking sick. Cool. Um, yeah, anyway, my uh, so overhead press, specifically on the log and axle, I've worked up to 240, right? But I'm doing 240 for reps. Like, I've done, like, multiple sets and reps in 60 seconds with 240 pounds, and I haven't gone past that because that's not really what I've been scheduled to do. Well, so part of your program, yeah. Which is, you know yeah. what? 
That is so admirable. Yeah. I fucking hate it when, like, especially if I'm writing a program for somebody and I'm like, this is what we're doing. They're like, I just PR'd. I'm like, why? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, that's not what we're doing. You're doing sets. Oh, but I did that for, like, six. Good. Do it again. You know? Like, stop yeah. fucking around. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. God so, damn. But if you... I don't know if you saw my video of this last comp, but, like, 240 pounds on the log, I fucking throw that up to the ceiling, dude. So I don't know what my overhead press is. Deadlift, I did... Uh, I did come pretty close to what I'd say is a max. Maybe. I don't know. It was kind of tough. 602 pounds on that. Which I couldn't even break 308 pounds off the floor 11 months ago. So I went yeah. from not being able to break that off the floor to doing over 600, uh, which I'm pretty stoked on that. I was thinking I would hit that. Uh, a long time yeah, that yeah. 600 plus number. I'm glad. It, and I hit it in comp too. So Shit. it's fucking official. Yeah, it's, it's official. It's not like a gym PR. It's a, yeah. I did that in competition with the down command. Ooh. Yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. That is fucking sick. What else? Atlas stone. Not sure. I've hit the 320. I can hit the 325 pretty easy. I can do a 250 stone to shoulder. Like, no fucking problem. I can rep that out all day if I want to. I yanked on that 365. Yeah. Pulled my fucking shoulder out. I haven't done it in so long. And <laughs> like out of so socket? Like, my, no, not like, no. like that. But as soon as I went to, like, lap it, I got it a little off the ground. I went, I popped my shoulder. And I've been doing this a long time. If something pops, maybe not, maybe stop. Yeah. Try again another day. You That's know, because there's yeah. no reason to just force yourself to do it. Because even if you do get it up there, you're even worse off than, than you were. Yeah. You know? You're walking away pretty like fucked three up. Three fucking days, my shoulder was killing me. Like, yeah. Hurt my neck, everything. Yeah, so, um, squat. I don't know what my squat is. I haven't squatted in months, man. What? So when you went into the gym, did you know anybody there? Like, what brought you, what brought you into hardcore? Uh, I had one buddy that had, uh, been training there and that brought the idea into my mind. No, not a, not gotcha a buddy. I mean, I like the guy. I can, I could say he's a buddy, but he was one of my employees at the time. Gotcha. Yeah. So one Who's of my employees was, his name's Ryan. He's a little guy. He's, you may have seen him like once in the morning, but he's like this little, uh, 150 pound, uh, young kid. It's like maybe I think I, he's I'm twenty one now. I'm fucking shit with names like Yeah, a little Ryan. I don't even think I said his name, it's a little buddy. It's uh <laughs> a buddy. Yeah, a little buddy. Yeah. Uh his name's his name's Ryan. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't train there anymore. He did for a couple months. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know where he's at now. Oh well. I haven't, talk, I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but like he showed me this place and that's really fucking cool. You yeah. Know? He probably doesn't think anything of it. You know, he's just one of my employees and you know, we'd go to the gym, he showed me this gym. He probably doesn't think anything of it, but he may have saved my life with this. So right. Yeah, I wish you yeah. would fucking reply to my texts or Snapchats or something, but I'm fucking ghosting. Whatever. Maybe that's what he does. He just helps people out and then fucking disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes up, you need the gym. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but he he brought it to my uh, he brought it to my attention, and it was like when I was uh, yeah, I was I was trying to figure out something to do, right? And right. I was like, that right. looks fucking sick, you know. I'm gonna so I found out with addiction. So weed was an addiction for me for a long time. I was doing close to about. The half ounce, if not more, a day. I'd you said it was an addiction? Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, people, yeah, people say it's not an no, addiction. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. okay, you're just not smoking enough. Like, I had to smoke weed to function. Yes. It didn't, my, my brain didn't work right. Like I that. didn't know if I was going to live life after. Like, <laughs> not like as in, like, I'm going to commit suicide, but it's like, will I really be able to do? Like, what do I do? You know it, what I mean? That's the interesting thing about sobriety, too, is because you you live in this world where you where you're, you know like subdued by by drugs or alcohol for a really long time and your whole mental 
your your whole day is is really circled around. Yeah. You know, like getting home and getting a sh- having a shot, or you know, getting where you can where you exactly. can smoke a blunt, whatever it is, yeah. and you really, I mean, you structure your whole life around getting that that fix, so to speak. And so, like when you when you make the decision, the conscious decision to to stop, you're like, what the hell do I do? And that's why so many people yeah. fail at at uh, staying sober is because they they don't know what to do. Well, like they, they don't, they can't fill that time, right? So, yeah, so being an addict, exactly. you're an addict. Yeah. That's it. Like you yeah. smoke it's cigarettes. It's not a specified addiction. You're an addict. You're yeah. gonna fucking replace it that's with something you, else. That's how you're wired. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I stopped. So mine was almost the same way you went, right? But I, I quit smoking weed because I got caught. I had the felony, all that other mm-hmm. shit. I was being piss tested. I was on the color thing. I called in every day, and they they told me whether or not I was taking a piss that day. That sucked because yeah, like, there's suck, no smoking yeah. weed, you know. Yeah. So I drank, but I. Replaced that gung honess that I had with weed with alcohol. Yeah. So I was like drinking a bottle of white wine in the shower, 40s all fucking day, and then hard alcohol to close out my night. You know what I mean? Like that's how it was all day, every day. Yeah. So you get that. Yeah. Because it is the same thing. It doesn't matter. There's no like a uh, label on the addiction. Like well, you say, like so half ounce I'm, a day, you're going to do the same thing with alcohol. It's going to be a ridiculous fucking amount. And it doesn't, right. it's just the schedule is the same. The fucking, uh, the, the, Crave, I guess, is the same. Yeah. It's not like even a crave. It's like a fucking just how it, it is. Has to it just is what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's what I'm. T- uh, so my point was like my wife again. She's like, oh, "You're going to the gym again tonight?" For eight years, I have gone to the gym every fucking day. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Oh, I thought you go at nine thirty. For three years, I have gone at eight thirty p.m. or at least close to there to be there at nine o'clock every five days a week. So, yes, yeah. I will be going to the weekday. <laughs> yes, I'm going changed. to the gym. You yeah. know, like, like why, why do you always go into the gym? I don't know. It's a part of who I am. Yeah. I can do coke again. You like that guy. He got a lot done, especially in his nose. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I make good money, but... <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it is. it's it's uh, You're going to be an addict no matter what. I mean, I don't know how comfortable you are talking about this shit, but uh, I also, I juice quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing that for probably like three years. And it's, it started out snowballing the way everything else does. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, all of it. Let's get huge. Right. And then I realized that, like, some of it, you, if you overdo it, you're putting yourself at more risk with no extra gain. Your body can only absorb so much. Like protein. You can put in 100 grams of, an hour. Your body can only absorb 50. Yeah. So what the fuck's the point of that other shit? Yeah. You know, that's something I'm actually pretty proud of is i uh haven't gone overboard with that at all i think about that a lot too because yeah. I, I i take steroids too so okay. but not like i don't know some if you don't take steroids some people won't like understand it when you say not a lot but there is such a thing as not a oh lot. yeah 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 there is there's such thing as a lot well, there is a lot the thing and is when i was doing a lot that still wasn't a lot to some people. Like yeah. I'm not a bodybuilder, so well, I'm yeah, not I've fucking heard... juicing in every fucking fiber that I have. Yeah, but I've heard what you've you've said you do a couple times. I think maybe I don't know if it changes or I've said, heard what lot, you're doing yeah. at the same at a certain time. But even that, like that's yeah, like some bodybuilders or like uh, even some like weird fucking gym bros. That's what they'll do year round. Yeah. Is what you're considering a lot, you know. But that's something I'm pretty proud of. Is that I. Uh, well, it started out with TRT, of course, too. I went to right. a doctor after a few months of uh, being sober, and I was like, "I wonder how I am," you know, because I started getting, uh, I started getting really bad uh, 
side effects of just being fucking weird, right? Like, I was, uh, I'd get panic attacks for no reason, even when, like, I wasn't in a stressful situation, right? It, but it was, like, weird. Like, uh, my body would get a uh, panic or anxiety attack, but in my head, I'm like, dude, everything's cool. What the fuck are you doing? You know? Um, and I was, like, tired, but not, not just, like, tired. I mean, like, I'm fucking wiped out, like, two hours after I wake up. And not just, like, not just, like, tired. I mean, you, you can't even say it. It's like how you're falling asleep while you're fucking driving and shit. I mean, like, I was, like, wiped out to the point where I'm, like, slurring my words when I'm talking. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm forgetting what fucking people are saying. And I, I'll walk into a room five times over again, and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing in here, you know? And so it was uh, starting to affect me at work, right? And I was being a bitch, too. Yeah. I was being a big bitch. And so... You were going through the withdrawals? Yeah. Uh, no, it was, well, I, I didn't know if that's, uh, what, what it was or anything. I didn't know if it was, uh, well, no, cause this was probably like four months after, um, and the only withdrawals I've gotten are just like the, uh, I mean like there's different after you, after you like recover, there's different stages of like cravings. Like I know when you're like actively abusing like drugs and alcohol there's no cravings that's just is what it is like what you're saying but once you recover like you do get the craving well, i just tell it. everybody i'm always thirsty you know what i mean yes. like if i see like any sort of drink like i picture that and i wonder what kind of beer it is you know what i mean i see a bottle of water i'm like i bet you that's vodka i know when i walked I in that's shit. that's what i was doing too i was like i'm <laughs> like shaking your hand i'm like eyeballing what you got here <laughs> yeah. like, what, what, are we, what are we doing today yeah. what's up <laughs> Uh, what kind of garage is this, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> I got a couple um, in there. They're not mine, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. No, I went to the doctor because I was, uh, I was just making sure I was good. I wanted to make sure, like, my, uh, liver function was good was the main thing. And then I had a few people, a few people at the gym, and then, um, online, a few people saying I should check my, uh, even though I'm young, check my hormones, right? Yeah. See what the estradiol's at, see what the testosterone, bioavailable testosterone, free testosterone is. That was low as fuck. So my total testosterone was low, but it wasn't like uh, castrated low or whatever. I had about 300 <laughs> points. Okay. So that's like not the worst. Right. It's low. I was basically out of the spectrum of normal, right? But I had no bioavailable and I had... Um, uh, I wasn't converting and no uh, free testosterone, right? So I wasn't converting any, I wasn't aromatizing any. So for my estradiol specifically on the, how they measured the estrogen, I was zero and some tents, which is like at the risk of like heart disease. And it's like very bad. And that's why you feel like shit. You don't sleep and your fucking dick doesn't work. You're tired. getting these panic attacks and all that. It's because like the estrogen, right? When people say you don't need it, but it's really fucking important to live a good life. Um, and so I did TRT, and that's how it kind of started, and I'm proud that I haven't... And I do more, of course, right. now, especially going into this last competition, you know. Um, when I'm well, so, I mean, if you feel comfortable, what what are what are your normal levels going into competition? Like, well, how much are you... Like drug like dosage, or like yeah. what my testosterone levels are? Well, like, let's say... Or both. Like, well, I don't know what you're on, right? So, like... If I were to ask you what's going on, um, like, what are you taking? What do you take to get ready? And I'm assuming that you have a few people around you that are kind of hopefully at least guiding you or you're at least doing a shit ton of research. I would prefer people guiding people, especially people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, yes and no to that guiding people, I think. You, yeah, you're right. If you, if you don't know what you're talking about, definitely reach out to someone that does and get a little bit of guidance and direction. Right. 
Um, but all right, you ready? If if you want to go there, feel free. If you right. don't, that's okay. You well. ready, dude? All right, let's Pretty hear it. Fucking insane. Okay. So, and uh, let's see, November, and so starting in October. Okay. Right, bumped up to five hundred milligrams of test a week. Okay. All right. Right. And then about four weeks before the competition, right, twenty-five milligrams of anadrol a week, right. And then two weeks, so basically right when I'm peaking, going into the comp, 50 milligrams of Vanadrol a week. Oh, man. And that's fucking it. Yeah, pretty good, right? That's I like know, pretty good. Like, that's I'm like fucking like, nothing, why dude. Why you're admitting you do steroids is what I'm Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm Christ. saying, that's basically like fucking nothing, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm, my normal, like when I'm off cycle, mm-hmm. is at least 500 grams, or milligrams of test. Yeah. Still. And yeah. probably 250 of trend. See, there's such thing as not a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with this at all, but... I have no clue. Yeah, he was, like, yeah. he's not going to know the numbers, but... <laughs> so what he takes is, like, like, your first round, like, that you would ever take. Which is, like, 500, 500 milligrams of test is kind of, like, the baby beginner stage. Where, like, some people... I know a dude who's taking about 2,500 a week. Wow. 2,500 tests, not to mention Winstrol and fucking... Anadrol, D-ball, like anything else he can get his fucking hands on. Not to mention he's fucking pumping. Like, I just point at my fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> not to mention, <laughs> who, he's, who he's, are you talking about? <laughs> he's taking um, GH too, right? I, I keep mine in the fridge, which is why I was pointing over there. It's like, but so I, I take, I can take GH. I stopped because I'm dealing with all this sleep shit. So the less I'm on, you know, the less scary I feel. You're not using this pillow, are you? My ball there's sack a fucking pillow cold. back here. It's too late. <laughs> this whole time, there's it's a too too late. See how I'm sitting in this chair? I know. I got big metal I chairs. I thought you were gonna offer me that pillow for a second. You're no, not you're using that, right? Nope. Just right under the balls. It's okay. my nutsack pillow <laughs> for right. when I'm out here at night. I mean, it keeps my balls from freezing. Okay. I'm like I'm about to start shaking. I'm cold as fuck right now. It's cold. It's a chilly. I'll get a warmer in here, I guess, or we can just jerk each other off. Either way. Um, Warmer's good. Warmer's good. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. I'm bringing a heater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but so I mean, you're 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 on like baby amounts, you know, which is yes. so. To be honest, I mean that that's a good range to fuck with, you know. And I hate when people are like, okay, I did that. Now I'm gonna double it. Why? Yeah. If it's working, use it till it's not. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? So I don't. I mean, like in I've. Haven't really noticed. I started taking uh, I started taking TRT in like June. This is like late May, but I'll just say June. Um, I can't even remember what they started me on. Like 160 milligrams a week, 180. So I just normal like average males health clinic uh, fucking prescription, right? So they all yeah. cookie cutter type. Here's this. Yeah, here's, here's and a little bit of a Rimadex or Anastrozole or whatever. Take quarter tab and. Yeah, it's the basic cookie cutter shit, right? And I'd get my blood work done, and then get my blood work done the next month, right? And then I decided to not do that, and I started getting the test myself. And then so going up to, then I went to 200 milligrams. And I've been pretty, so there's no, um, there's no safe way to do it necessarily. Necessarily. Right, right. But there is the right way to do it, and I think I did it the right way. So, like, you go up slightly, right, and, um... I'll get my blood work done every time I do an increase, just as, right. even if it's just a slight increase. So I went, I did my blood work at a 200, did my blood work at 240, then two, 
no, then 300, then 350. I get my blood work done each time. Then I got my blood work done at 500 and even with the anadrol on it, right? And so it just make sure if you need to adjust anything, you need to adjust it. I really don't have to that much. Right. I'm not really taking well, that much yet. Too. So, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I always tell everybody, if you're not at least 20, don't even think about it. But there's no point. Like, you're, you're at, like, peak dick work. Yes. You know? And yeah, your dick work's fucking great when you're 20. So, right. And that's, like, really... For I mean, for a lot of us that go into those the male health clinic, that's like the thing that we're really yeah, there. We're not, yeah, we don't yeah. want to admit it, but that's kind of why we're there. You yeah. know what I mean? I went because <laughs> I have titties, and I'm like, Doctor, why, why titties? <laughs> and he's like, that sucks, dude. So <laughs> mine was uh, dick work and have no, titties. No, my dick was completely fine. I'd get right. hard on accident, yeah. all the time. Like so, the test levels was fine. I have gynecomastia, but the real version, like that you're born with, right? So, I have, like, actual titties. It's pretty fantastic. So they're like, here, take this testosterone. That'll help slow it down. I'm like, slow it down? What the fuck? And they're like, yeah, it's just going to do what titties do. It's going to hang lower. I'm like, fuck. I just got to get the glands taken out or whatever the fuck. Get a boob job. Yeah, you, you can. You can get some sort of, like, uh, semi-abrasive surgery. And well, it'll, it's going to happen there. within the next couple of years anyways. Yeah. I just don't want to be competing. Apparently, it's, like, a three-month fucking wait period. I didn't know it was, like, I thought it would be, like, six to eight months. They're probably but, popular right now. No, no, I meant like like get once you get the surgery, uh, it's what? three minute re- three month recovery. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, I thought it would be like six to eight months or some shit that you couldn't lift, but you can start lifting after three months. Why is it even three months? Why is it so long? Well, is it that bad? Well, you, you're literally going in there and having shit taken out of your titties, right? Like, yeah, but it's just the bad shit that you don't want, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. When I called the guy in Mexico, that's what he said. <laughs> Maybe it was a language barrier thing. He meant yeah. three weeks. I don't fucking know. Yeah, these kids that are 20 and whatever, um, yeah, you don't fucking need them. Like, I, for strength, I probably, if I were to be totally natural, I would probably be very similar in my numbers and performance. Yeah. Because... That's just how it was. And noob games, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, like, I got I got excited because, you know, I got on TRT and whatever, woohoo. But I was making crazy gains before. I had five months or basically going up into Battle of Champions. natural going up into that. And I made crazy fucking gains from uh, yeah. January to Battle of Champions. Crazy fucking gains, natural. It would have been the same thing going into this uh, next comp. Yeah. Maybe. A little bit. I did push myself pretty fucking hard. Yeah. And I did look really fucking good. And yeah. lift some weight. Yeah. Well, so I'm saying, like, I had abs four months ago. Now I'm back to fucking having this big-ass belly. I love Clint. Yeah. <laughs> Clint Buterol, <laughs> Trent, and fucking Winstrol, and Test. I was taking all of it. Yeah. And I was eating whatever the fuck I wanted and still losing fat. The Trent, Clint, Test, and all that. What, Clen, what, what was that again? It was Trent, Test, Clint, Buterol, Winstrol. And then, of course, like, Anastrozol or a fucking Aaron Fucking bodybuilder or something? That's what I was going for. So I wanted to get down to 230 so that I could uh, fight in, uh, so I could do one of the fights towards the end of the year, which I'm not going to do, because I haven't been in the gym enough, because I can't fucking sleep. But uh, I wanted to get to 230 so I could go middleweight. Because a heavyweight at 5'8", I'm kicking myself in the dick there. You know what I mean? Like, it's pissing me off that I can't put shit at, I have to, like, Catch and push shit, you know, where everybody else is just throwing it over the bar. Like, yeah, I'm getting fucked at five eight. I was five ten out of high school. Now I'm five eight. So you think it's just more fair for you to compete at like a well, lower weight class? And my biggest thing is nobody's ever a heavyweight. There's really very little of them. 
they're either super heavies or middle head middle weights. So what I end up getting fucked yeah. with is yeah. they're like, oh, there's not enough people in your weight class. Go with the supers. Right. And I'm like, fuck. Well, that's just for uh, that's just for strongman corporation because their their scale is uh, different than U.S. strongman. Well, I and, get like, it, but if I'm at the lower end of heavyweight already, and then you're putting me in there with 300 and above, like. I'm a little bit at a disadvantage there, you know? You, you were at a... It was like heavyweight two or something, yeah. right? What the fuck is heavyweight two? So it, it was should, just heavier than yeah, heavyweight. I should be... It should be heavyweight, and then you should have competed with the heavyweights, right? And then after 308 and up, it should be super heavyweight. Yeah. I hate that fucking, like, heavyweight... Heavyweight I, I, two? Honestly, I've never been in a comp where they had heavyweight two. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's fucking weird. Strongman Corp does that. So for mine, it was... Uh, 220 to 275 was heavyweight. Yeah. That big of a fucking... And that's how it should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it should be. It shouldn't cut off every, like, 15 fucking pounds. It's not going to make or break, you know, if you're... If not a, strong, man. Yeah, the 286 guy isn't going to have, like, uh... Or the fucking, uh, 264-pound guy isn't going to get fucking raped by me because I'm 275, you know what I mean? Right, and so there's, there's like a big difference. Shit. So when don't make a different big, class, yeah. Strongman's really cool, right? Because I like that they have the big chunks because, yeah, you could be at the top of that weight class, right? Like 274. Yeah. And still make that weight class. But the guy down here at 232 is going to run fucking circles around you. You know what I mean? So he may not be as strong, but I guarantee his stamina's twice as good as yours. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, some of those guys are getting pretty impressive. Yeah, dude. I don't know how these strongmen are getting abs. It's bothering me. I mean, I know how they're getting abs, but I just don't. I can't afford what they have. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not getting as good drugs as they got. No. Anyways, um, I think I broke a chair. It's, no, it's good. It was like that. Before. Yeah, it's leaning on that fucking table. Is what it is. Yeah, I think you broke your table too. No, you're fine. It's a shitty table. All right, so let's hit what we were trying to hit. We got through most of your life. Right? Um, you have any kids? No kids. No nope. kids. How no, old are you? No kids, and I'm not married, so that's why I have so much time and money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm 25. 25. Yep. 96. Yeah, born in 96. All right. Well, uh, you had a girlfriend since you were, what, fucking 15? So. 18. 18? Yep. How long have you been with her then? Uh, it'll be seven years in April. Cool. I think. Seven or eight. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I mean, you should figure that out before you get home. Because this, this will probably be up before you get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's seven. I'm going with seven. Fair enough. You do you, bud. Yeah. Um, okay, so how's your family feel about you doing Strongman? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, like... Uh, they, they concerned at all? No. I can uh, I can talk to them about anything. Like, my parents, yeah. at least. I got a pretty small family, uh, so I really just talk to my parents about it. And then, like, the in-laws, like... They don't really understand it much at all, so they just see it and they're like fucking wowed. But like, get them in competition, they'll love it. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, and just being there, yeah, they don't have to be watching me, but just just being there is like fucking cool. Well, they'll be watching me too, but they better be. Yeah, my uh, my family, I can talk to them about it. Um, well, I just every time I do a competition or or I post any video, my grandma's like. Be careful, you know? Oh, like, yeah? I get it, Grandma. Like, I do this because I hope I'm going to die. No, they used <laughs> to say that. Uh, so when I was, like, uh, 15, 16, and I was hitting the weights before any, like, drug and alcohol or anything, and then for a little bit when I got back in 2021, my parents were like, oh, is your back okay? This, that, because I broke my back when I was 14. Jesus. Yeah, I, was do I did a lot of uh, BMX snowboarding. Well, a little bit of snowboarding. A lot of BMX mid-skateboarding, though. 
I fucking fell back into a bowl at the uh, Woodland Skate Park when I was, uh, was just warming up, dude. First run of the day. Uh, and it's uh, like 8 foot on one side, 10 foot, and then 12 foot bowl. And so on the 8 foot side, I fell from over where the coping is. So from my feet are at 8 feet high from where the ground is, right? Fell back in, wasn't wearing a helmet. So I fucking um, covered my head like that and just fell on my L1, L2. I just barely fucking um, fractured it, though. I was fucking thick because I was working out at the time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I was uh, 14. It's 14 years old, so I just fucking bounced, dude. I just bounced, and I got up, and I kept riding for another... Cause it was, we were, like, touring, like, different skate parks that day. It was kind of cool. Uh, I rode for, like, another six hours. Stomach got all swolled up. Sides got all swolled up. Peed some blood. And then I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> and I went to the doctor the next day to figure out I broke my back. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So yeah, my parents were at first they're like, "Is your back okay?" You know, but uh, now they can see it's fucking fine. Yeah, and I'm doing some cool stuff. Well, I want to talk to Craig about. It. I know he's got like a powerlifting Saturday or whatever the fuck. We gotta do like Strongman Sunday or some shit where we all get together and kind of just fuck around with some shit. You, you know, I think you got to start. I think you got to start showing up to Strongman Sunday. Is there Strongman Sunday? <sighs> kind of. A little bit. Me and Joey. That's the only day that I can train with Joey now. Is on really? Sundays. What yeah. Because I go in the uh, evening now. Um, so I usually get there like uh, on Sundays. If I train on Sundays, it's like 8 o'clock. So morning? 8 or 8.30. Yeah. All right, all right. Dude, I was going to like 4.30 or 5. That shit's fucking... No, I know. I used to do that shit, too. Uh, yeah. I did that for, like, three years. And then, so this last three years, I've been doing just at night. That nine. So much fucking better at night. Well, it is and it isn't. I love it at night because nobody's there, but that's the same thing in the morning. But I hate it because, like, I know no one's waiting for me to get home. I know the only thing I got to do is go to sleep. So yeah. I'll be there till like, 2 or 3 in the morning sometimes. Really? And I'm just like, eh. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just take more caffeine. But, uh, yeah. All right, so tell me about this competition. How'd this last one go? Went really good, man. Ugly I was sweater. really, really Comparable. fucking, uh, yeah, ugly sweater. 60 competitors. Um, 20,000 square foot venue at uh, Linden County Fairgrounds, Salem County, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, big event center. It was sick. Coolest fucking equipment I've seen. There was a monster truck there. Nice. We didn't do anything with the monster truck, but it was fucking there and it looked cool. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, so I placed, uh, well, so first event, 240 pound, uh, press medley going from, uh, starting from axle, which was not 240. It was definitely more weight. I went up and felt the axle after. He said it was 25 pounds empty. It's like fucking 40 or 50 pounds empty. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, but it was, it was, everyone was saying the axle was way heavier. So, uh, axle and log back and forth, 240 pounds for reps, got five reps in 60 seconds. Um, so I got second place in that. Um, second event was the 270 pound sandbag carry for 60 feet. 60 feet sled drag with 400 something. I don't know how much it fucking weighed. Um, and then a 700 pound wheelbarrow carry back. And that was fucking, uh, that was heavy, dude. So all the weights, so a lot of the times they'll have it, like, stacked up in a cart, right? And it's, like, not a ton of weight in your hands. But all the weights he had moved forward, he slid them onto the handles, right? And it was on one wheel. So not all the weights, but um, he had a couple of plates. And then I looked down at the, uh, 
because there's these big black plates, and it's a uh, rogue calibrated 50 kilogram Jeez. plates in front of these like uh, 45 pound plates, right? So there's 100 fucking 10 pound plates, right, on each side. So a lot of it was loaded up front, so it was really heavy in the hands. It wasn't right. 700 in the hands, but it was really fucking heavy. It was something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that back for 120 feet, uh, I got second or third in that event. Uh, I did really good, though, yeah, I did because I didn't train that wheelbarrow at all. Right. So I did pretty good for that. Um, <clears throat> third event was deadlift. I did two attempts, and I stopped at 602. Uh, I didn't want to do 652 because I had, at that point I was in second place, and so I beat the person that was ahead of me in the deadlift, so I stopped at 602. Okay. I thought that was pretty smart. I mean, smart move, yeah. Yeah, and maybe. then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe, and then stone to shoulder, I got five or six reps or something, and then the same guy that was ahead of me before fucking got like seven reps or something, so at that point, I'm pretty close to being in first, I'm like a point or a point and a half away from being in first after four events, and I did not participate in the fifth event, Why not? so I ended up dropping to fourth, um, I've done it before, it's called Moss Wrestling, if you know what it is, yeah, you know what Moss yeah, is, of course, have you done it? I've never been beaten, yeah, I've never done it strongman wise, I've always done it like Either with friends or at camping trips, Boy Scouts, like all this other shit. But I've never, yeah. I've never lost. Right. Yeah. I pulled out of that. Wasn't gonna do it after four events of Why? pushing myself. I've done it before, <laughs> and I did it like two weeks before the comp. Um, Which I, I appreciate you guys inviting me to that shit. I, I love that. I heard that from Joey. He's like, yeah, we're going down to wherever, like Salem or some shit. Yeah. He's like, we're all just gonna work on the events and shit. I'm like. Fuck you too, then. You know, whatever. Yeah. Good. I told. Right. I, when did I tell you about the comp though? You told me a long time ago. Fuck I'm, it's not like I, I was even signed up or anything. I get it. I'm fucking with okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, no, so Joe, we talked about so me and Aaron Burns and uh, Joey and Austin, right? We were all saying, yeah, we need to get together and go down to um, Jeff's place and test the equipment, right? And then fucking. I uh, get on Instagram like a couple days later and Joey and Austin are posting that they're there and Aaron and I are at the gym like what the fuck is this dude we just talked about all going down there as a group and they ditched us and brought us so don't feel left out oh, it's okay right. they did the same well, shit to me at first too well I Sunday either which is cool I appreciate that I'm like we should just show oh, yeah. in Sunday we do Oh. oh, you should show up. <laughs> <laughs> Come. Fuck, man. Why I mean, that's, me? that's not like a real thing. Like, the Saturdays is a real thing. Okay. I just I just go on Sundays when I can. Well, and it happens to be... Talk to Joey. Make him fucking write it on the board. Make yeah. it real. He's probably the only person who could write on that fucking whiteboard and not have it erased. Yeah. Uh, before I get too <laughs> distracted again, the... So, yeah, I didn't do the monster wrestling. I didn't want to hurt myself. Uh... This comp, and I don't want to sound like a jackass or anything, but, like, this comp is kind of small potatoes compared to what I want to chase, you know what I mean? Okay, like the no, moss, that makes sense. The moss wrestling, I feel like I wouldn't be able to 100% walk away from it and get right back into training as hard as I was before. did it before, and uh, it was about three weeks out or two weeks out or something, and I uh, hurt my forearm pretty bad, uh, which affected my axle press a lot, and I tweaked my hip. And so I was limping around for like three days afterward, and then that really affected my training big time. So I was like, if I do this moss wrestling after four events, you know, like battling it out, and then it's bracket style. And I know I'm not going to lose like the first 
I, I, I would probably win all three. Maybe. I don't know because I didn't do it, you know, right. and that sucks because I'll never find out. But um, I, I didn't want to uh, well, walk away and not be able to train. You're playing right? longevity as well, you know, which, yeah. is, which is good. You know, a lot of guys, like, I would have never done that. I would have never pulled out of anything. I'd have lost fucking dead last. I'm going to shit. I still would have been in that one, you know. But, like, there's different mentalities, and your mentality's going to... You're, you're going to be going around with Joey. Joey plays smart. Yeah. He does good shit. You know, he pulls out when he needs to. He skips events that he needs to. Like Joey tore his lap doing Mott's wrestling. Oh, Remember nice. him telling you that on the on his podcast yeah. here? Yeah. yeah. That's Mott's wrestling's not cool, dude. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> I don't awesome, think so. Maybe, yeah, well, when you're having fun, but after four events in Strongman, and the whole thing is it's so hard to fit into your training, too. So, like, I'm training for these four events every week, and it's hard enough to squeeze four events into a week anyway. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking nearly impossible sometimes to squeeze five events into your training for a week, like, going into a comp. But, um... I didn't train for it at all, you know what I mean? So, like, and I pushed myself super fucking hard uh, going into this competition to be able to perform the way that I did. And I, I mean, like, I was fucking, like, 100% maxed out with, like, all the effort that I could give. There was no room for the moss. Right. There was no room for it, dude. That would have bro- broken me. You know, like I'm honest. saying, it, it was a smart move. Yeah. You know, especially if you have a bigger comp coming up. I mean, I, I did, uh, I, I trained for the. The champions one mm-hmm. because I wanted my pro card or I wanted my a chance to go. I wanted my yeah. invitation. Yep, you know that's what I wanted. Yeah. So when I thought I won, I almost canceled all the rest of them. Like I'm not gonna fuck myself up or potentially fuck myself up with these other comps. Yep. And then we found out that all the bullshit happened and I didn't get one. <clears throat> so I ended up doing the other ones, but it sucked because like that third one, I wrecked my truck on the way there. Yeah. And that was the one I wanted. I was gonna go to either way because a shit ton of big names were gonna be there. I was gonna go for fun. That was a cool show. I didn't go. I didn't go to it or anything. But um, it's gonna be so fucking butter. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't participate or spectate in it. But it was. uh, That was a cool show, dude. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking big names there, and it was. I was excited to go, but that one guy got his pro card. I think he's like a teacher, and he beat. uh, He beat some of the other pros. Not not a ton of pros could make it down because that's when they. Closed down. There's like travel restrictions or some shit. Yeah, I, know, I don't know if they were coming like, from out of the country. Was going to be there too. Why, I was super stoked on meeting her yeah. face to face. But yeah, she's she's got an OnlyFans. She's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Haley, you got to look her up. Yeah, she's she's a cool chick in, in general. Like I was talking to her before she did the OnlyFans because I mean she's strong as fuck, and for a chick in strongman to survive like that, and she's like a middleweight or some shit like that, but. So, we've been talking a long time, but I'm also not like, show me your titties, you know what I mean? So, it's a little easier to actually have a conversation with some dude who's not trying to fuck you. You should know that. Sometimes I know that, yeah. You never know when the guy's trying to fuck you, though. I do. I'm usually pretty good at knowing... Do I not know? I don't know, You're dude. staring at me you pretty did, fucking hard. You said that whole, like, <laughs> space heater or jerk each other off thing earlier, so... Yeah, no, that's, that, that's yeah. definitely a joke. But, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. It's all right. I get it, man. If you're into it, it's you're into it. It's, it's okay. okay. Just like don't touch I, my butt. Like I said, dude, you never know. Right. You, you don't know. know. You never do. Yeah. Um, gotta try every category first, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I tell everybody I try everything three times. Because the first time is super weird, and the second time you're like, I don't know. But you'll know by the third time, whether you like it or not. Yeah, you're either hating it or starting to like it a little bit. Right, right. 
You'll know. <laughs> that's time. true, yeah. So, don't knock it till you try it. Three times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big believer in that. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sushi. I fucking hated sushi forever. And retried it, and I guess there's like this thing. I think it's the Vegas roll. They deep fry the whole thing. Fuck. I will mouth fuck the shit out of those all night. I don't even give a shit, dude. You don't even got to chop it up. I'll suck the whole roll down. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Anyways, on a less weird note. It got weird. It got real weird. So what did you end up placing in that comp? Uh, fourth overall. Fourth overall. Between, um, so not in my class, but myself, the gentleman that I competed with and that took first in my class, um, his name is Skylin O'Brien. So between me, Skylin, uh, Joey, and Aaron Burns. Um, I'm gonna say we were the four strongest motherfuckers in that building that day. Nice. And uh, yeah, so me and Skyland were in the same class. Skyland took first in my class. I guess it's um, good that I didn't come down there then. Well, you would have you would have done great. How I much? Do you, how much would you have weighed at the time? At the time, what is was a month ago? Uh, Not even a month. It was a week ago. Was like yeah, it was like this Saturday. Yeah. So like two ninety. Two ninety. Yeah. You would have been with the the big big boys. You would have been there. <clears throat> you would have done good. Yeah. You would have probably, yeah, you would have taken either myself or Skyline or Joey's spot in the top four that I just named. I don't know about Joey's spot. So, when that, as of, I want to say before COVID hit, Joey was going there. Strongest wise, I think Joey was top. And then I think I was like second. Or at least a close second or third strongest yeah. one there. Because <clears throat> I know I'm stronger than Craig. I keep saying that because I know he, he he told me now he listens to these fucking things. <laughs> so I just I talk so much shit to Craig. He's like, but I'm an old man. That doesn't mean you're weak. That doesn't mean it's no excuse for being weak. Yeah, he's got to <laughs> stop saying that, dude. Yeah, he's a dude. fucking animal still. Yeah, you're an old man. Yeah. Oh yeah, just keep crushing everyone in your yeah. in your weight class <laughs> and, and age bracket. But you know you're old. I get it. But no, that motherfucker's strong. You're saying something about Joey, though. You don't know if you're stronger than him. Yeah, I, I feel like he has no... Like, a lot of people, you could see, like, a weakness. He yeah. doesn't really have much of a he's, weakness. He's very good all the way around. Yeah. And, and uh, his deadlift's higher than mine. He's he's in the eights. I'm not there yet. My biggest one was, like, 755. Um, and that was a couple of years ago. Plus, this, this past six to eight months, I've been training to lose weight. So I did lose a bunch of weight. And then with the sleep apnea, I can't keep the weight off. And I'm getting, right. you know, and I'm also not getting any stronger either. I can feel myself almost weaker. So I wouldn't have done very well at that comp at all. So I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah. But I am still strong as fuck, so who knows? You know, and then when I get in competition, that's that's a whole different animal. But you can't even squat 500 right now. No, I said I can I can squat 500, you but can't. not very well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could probably throw six on my back, so okay. if I had I to. know you could. I know I could. You could. I appreciate your confidence. If I put 600 pounds on your back and then forced you into a squat position, I'm sure you could stand back up. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That'd be a weird dynamic. I'm trying to think I'll of a I'll force situation. you into the squat position. I'm thinking of a situation <laughs> like, where all this is possible. I will trick you. Into <laughs> trick yeah. Yeah, probably, gonna, depends on what I think. I won't use physical on. force. I will trick you. Yeah, there we go. I like it. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so competition. Uh, shit. Where are we at? Oh Jesus! Hour and a half in. God dang! I know. Yeah, man. Uh, competition plays fourth. Uh, four strong dudes, but uh, 
Yeah, I did do that monster wrestling. Uh, I probably would have kept you at least third then, right? As long as you, because you. If I would have participated in it at all, I would have gotten at least second. There you go. Yeah, but I, I just gave up seven points by not participating. I said, "Fuck it, though. I'm not going to do it." Yeah. I, I, it was my choice, and I stuck with it. I wasn't going to half-ass my decision. You know what I mean? Well, and then don't go in there with a game plan and then fuck off your game plan and get hurt. Yeah. That's that's almost stupider. No, totally not going to do that, man, because yeah. uh, I, have, I have big plans going forward. I'm going to do a nice, long, healthy off-season, um, and then once I get to a point where I'm competing at a high level, I want to... So the plan is to do a off-season until I'm competing at, like, a national level. You know what I mean? Try and gauge that out in the gym and, like, how my training is. And, uh, you so still get to compete, though, right? Probably not most of 2022. You shouldn't have a couple in 2022. I'm already signed up for Craig's. Okay. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, so, you got to get your reps in and comp. You yeah. definitely have to. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so an animal. So I'm, I'm signed up for Craig's, and there might be... Some that I do, but it'll be like just a train through thing. Like I won't right. like be peaking for like that event. I'll be doing my own uh, thing. You know what I mean? Like I'll be doing like off season training, and then maybe for like a couple weeks I'll get used to the event and then go and right, show right. Just, up just some event training to get you used to what they're doing. Yeah. That way, when you get there, you're not fucking completely healthy. Yeah, and there's but. so many all at the same time. Like P and W strongman games. What fucking uh, Joey did like nine this year? Yeah, dude. There's son of a bitch. There's so many around here that I can't fucking pass. I wish I had the list. Where the fuck do you find that list? I mean, I know he, he's like strongman corp has got a list on there. Uh, look. So I know he. I know he told you strongman corp and something else, but um, Iron Podium. Iron. Podium. Podium.com. That's the best way to find it. I'm surprised he didn't mention that to you, but. Yeah, I didn't. He probably doesn't want me at all these competitions because I'm going to fucking crush him eventually. Yeah. It's going to be pretty sad. I'm going to feel really bad and not at all at the same time. I think that was his plan. Yeah. He doesn't want you there. Uh, he, he's already... Yeah, I dude. can see it in his eyes. He's scared. Iron Podium. You can look it up like uh, from closest to your zip code or like closest by time. You know what I mean? So Yeah. It's really... It makes it really fucking easy. Because well, I do want to start traveling around a little. Do some other right? places. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean... Because the Northwest actually has a huge strongman presence. There's a lot of us out here. Yeah. Uh, but, like, go to, like, the North or the Midwest or some shit, just, like, obliterate everybody there and just laugh and giggle on your way home. So that's kind of what our plan is, is uh, this big, long off-season until uh, I get to, like, a Nationals level, right, where I'm going to be hopefully, like, contending for top ten or possibly podium. Uh, however long it takes, hopefully, like, not national. It won't be Nationals 2022, because that's in June, and this is going to take a long time, so probably 2023, hopefully. Um, if not, I want to at least go to Nationals in 2023, just to get, like, my reps in and comp, because that's, like, a totally fucking different comp. Oh, yeah. You know, so... Uh, and, but then go to one of those little shows that there's not a ton of people there, and then just fucking know that 100% I'll be able to just, like, fucking blow it out of the water... Hopefully. Yeah. And <laughs> you never know when someone just wicked is going to show up. Right, right. Yeah. Because they may be doing the same shit you're doing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the plan. Just uh, go to a comp. It's more, uh, my coach said, more normal. It's a moss wrestling, and there was like 60 fucking people there, so it was pretty wild. Yeah. It was really fun, though. But, yeah, do that. Um, get invited to nationals, and then hopefully fucking kill it there. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. They think the strongman's just big giant oaks just fucking around, right? But there's a huge strategy. 
involved in where you compete, what you're yeah. competing in, how you compete, right? Like skipping something, that's a smart deal. If yep. you have the balls to be able to do that, you're a better competitor later. Oh, dude, I fucking, I thought about that, too, because I went, I opened at 512 for the deadlift, right? And I picked it up like there was no fucking weight on the bar. And I did it, dude. I did the, I did the skip. He caught, he loaded up the next weight and called everybody up and everything. And he was like, Brady, you're going to do a, the next weight was 562. He's like, Brady, 562? I was like, nope. Went up to 602. I did the jump. Yeah. The, the famous jump. That's a total gamble, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I hit a PR at over 600 pounds and. That was only on my second attempt, so if I needed to, if my other guy got 602 that I was uh, really competing against, I would have gone to 642 or some shit, 652. It would have went up. It would have went up. I don't know if I would have went up with the weight, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have. I would. Did you see that new video of that dude talking about um, pushing the weight, pushing the world away from the weight? Have you seen that? I'll no, but that's a, uh, yeah, that's what, uh... <sighs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, instead of lifting the weight up, you push right, the fucking... Right, but he does this rubber bands thing where he stands up on these rubber bands and the deadlift is about where it's supposed to be. Right. And then he pushes down. The weight doesn't move because it's 500 pounds. Yeah. And the rubber bands won't let it move. And he's pushing the rubber bands down. Hmm. It's insane to see how that works. Like, because that's the mentality of a good deadlifter is pushing the world away from the weight where instead of trying to pick the weight up off the ground... Yeah, yeah. And you can tell as chance. soon as, as soon as somebody pulls something, an inch or two, how they train. Because if you're if you're training to pull the weight off the ground versus push the ground away from the weight, you can see it. Yeah, you know. So it's a really cool video. And then in the video too, he's like, "Don't fucking do this. This is stupid. I'm just <laughs> trying to prove a point." You know, right. like. But it was it was cool. Anyways, I'm freezing so. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. Um, you get your shout out? Yeah, Austin Slick. He was at the competition, and his last name is Slick. I'm fucking serious. Uh, yeah, yeah Austin Slick. Uh, he I was at this competition. With him. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Uh, He's great, dude. Yeah, he means a lot to me. He was at this uh, last comp. He competed in uh, Novice, and he fucking killed it. I'm really proud of him. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's really a strong fucking dude. Yeah. Shout out to you, Austin. That's sexy. You got one? I forgot my shout out, man. I I had one and I totally blanked it. And like for like probably the last ten minutes, I was trying Come to think, on, who was I going to shout out? Who was, who was I going to shout out? I had one, and it'll I'll get in the truck when we leave here, and I'll remember it and go. Gosh, dang it! <laughs> so this guy, Brian, Alls Yep. That's who this guy is. The video, and uh, I'm shouting him out because. This is what I've been thinking about all day. Ever since I've seen it, my buddy Martin sent it to me. I was kind of hoping he'd be here to explain a little more. But he does this whole push. That, so look, if you look at it, he's pushing the weight away from, or pushing the ground away from the weight. So it's it's insane. But when you really start getting into deadlifting, really start picking up some real weight, uh, first of all, a belt is completely necessary, in my opinion. Yeah. I know a lot of people train beltless. Good for you, um, but I choose to, if I'm going to hurt myself, not do it to the maximum potential. Because a belt is going to save you from being able to do that. If you're using it as a tightener, what's the word I'm using? Like a tightening substitute, you're using it wrong. If you're using it as a 
protection device, you're using it right. 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 Yeah, it's a tool. Right. So if like I'm like I'm saying that the tightening substitute is if people can't tighten up their core, sometimes they'll overdo the belt to give you that feeling. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is actually you're potentially hurting yourself even more because you're not keeping. If you can't pick the weight up with your core tight, don't. Yeah. You know, if you can't do something right, don't do it. That's how this works. You need yep. to get stronger and figure that shit out. And I love this video because once you get into the technicalities of it, like I said, within two or three seconds, two or three inches off the ground, you can tell whether someone's pulling the weight off the ground or pushing the ground away from the weight. You can tell immediately. So there's a big difference in training. You know, um, I think you're doing it really right. You're doing it really smart. You're 25. Stupid young. Right? Like, to be in this fucking yeah. game. I'm, I'm to, glad. Yeah. yeah, to be as strong as you are especially around the people you're around. And then I'll start hanging out with you too and you'll get even stronger. It's, it's going to be insane. Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you, yeah, you know where I'm at, so. Yeah. Strongman Sunday, 8 a.m. Is that one? All right. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> we, can, we can make it an official thing if you want. There's another, uh, I train with another dude, Aaron. Yeah. So uh, him and I train in the afternoon, evenings, like 4 or 5 p.m. Right, I'd love to talk to, <clears throat> just kind of maybe get it on the board. You know, because I, I would love to expand this a little more. Because the more people that are there, the more we can really... I found I got so much better at Strongman teaching. You know, and I always tell everybody, too, I'm not a fucking trainer. I can definitely help you. I got yeah. fucking years of experience. But at the same time, if there's if you're doing something wrong that I haven't dealt with, you're going to have to figure that shit out because I don't know how to deal with it. You know, like... <clears throat> but if we have Joey there, you there... People who yeah, are doing man. their research and shit, we really help each other out. Yeah. It'd be good. <sighs> Fuck. I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, uh, here's the shout outs. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's sign out. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. Brady Chisholm. I'm Brandon. All right. And this is Psychotic Strength. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check it out. All right. Thanks, guys. Good shit.